Joining us now is Bob Lowe, president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association, to talk about expanding interest in the comprehensive and progressive agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. I guess the really important thing about it, it gives us access to a whole lot of markets at one time, and it's all based on on science. Uh, different words for it, but, but there's the, the way it's set up, it's, it's science-based trade with all, with the different countries that are in there. Um, it's, it's a big block of people or of countries of like a, a big economic region, I guess. And it's all based on science, which just by being that means that it puts more pressure on other countries to go, you know, particularly the EU to go with science-based trade as opposed to, I guess, different word might be politically based. And there's been um, uh, interest from other countries in, in joining that, um, United Kingdom, Taiwan, China, and uh, South, uh, further interest by South Korea. Talk about what that would mean to have, you know, those additional countries join. Well, just great. It's just bigger markets. You know, we're working on a free trade deal with China. If, if they're accepting the CPTPP, they would pretty much, in any other you know, bilateral trade deals, have to go with the same set of criteria that they went through a CPTPP. And China might not be a good example of that just because they're, they're the last ones on the list. You know, United, United Kingdom is probably first on the list. Taiwan would be second. Then China and, and South Korea showing some interest. South Korea would be the interesting one because if we went, if they did join CPTPP, they would have just yet more reason that they'd have to have to uh, improve our bilateral free trade agreement that we have with South Korea. And overall, um, just talk about that Asian region and, and you know, over the next, uh, you know, 25 years or so, the importance that that region will have. Oh, well, I mean, we believe that's the largest potential for beef, for growth in beef demand. Well, you said it over the next 25 years, just because of population and their economies are, are getting wealthier. Um, it's it's there's a lot of people over there, and 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 they're getting wealthier all the time. And as people have more disposable income, they tend to buy more beef. Just for interest sake, from January to August of this year of 2021, the our exports to CPTPP countries are up 60 percent in volume and 66 percent in value. I mean, it's it's just. Kind of, kind of huge. It's a big deal. It's a big trading block. That was Bob Lowe, president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Continuing on today's Prairie Eggwire, Golden West reporter Carter Kennington chatted with Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler about a couple of new bills addressing biosecurity. Bill 62, that was the Animal Diseases Amendment Act. And what that does, that addresses the uh, protest and people interfering or interacting with uh, commercial trucks that are transporting animals uh, for one reason or another, whether they're going from farm to farm or to uh, processing plant, whatever the case may be. But it's not only about the animal safety, it's about human safety as well and putting our drivers that usually are for hire uh, at risk 
when they have someone obstructing or hindering or stopping a vehicle that's transporting uh, commercial animals. So uh, this came into effect uh, on Saturday, uh, which we're really happy for. The trucking industry is really happy. And, of course, those that want to protect animals are happy. Um, so really good news story about animal safety uh, while still protecting our drivers and, and the livestock that's being uh, transported to wherever they may be going. Biosecurity zones. Uh, can you just uh, talk about what they are and why they matter? Yeah, well, it's really important because, you know, especially the pork sector and the poultry sector, a lot of them, biosecurity is really, really utmost important. Uh, so that uh, animals don't come in contact with humans because we can uh, transport disease uh, through interaction. Um, so you've probably seen a number of protesters uh, handing water through holes in the trucks to uh, water livestock, and who knows what they're giving them, uh, but that animal could then be returned to a farm uh, because there's lots of piglets that get um, moved from place to place, and and sheep and calves and all those that, that go from farm to farm. But the last thing they want to do is bring a disease home with them. Uh, and in particular, when you think about the uh, porcupine uh, disease uh, in swine, also the African swine fever, um, we have no idea. So this will give authorities the ability to be able to find folks if they don't respond in a very timely, quick manner to step away from those transport trucks um, that are transporting livestock. So really important that we keep the barriers and keep animals safe and keep, keep people safe as well and protect the drivers while doing all those things in tandem. Have we seen a bump in trespassing crimes recently, or has this been something that's sort of been brewing for a while? It's been brewing for a while. We've seen more and more. In fact, now... Um, that's the other part of Bill 63, the Trespassers Act, where uh, people have to have permission to go onto property, and that's really important as well. Again, coming back to the biosecurity, I know um, one of my, my, my father-in-law was in the turkey business, and they showered in, they showered out uh, all their facilities to make sure that the, uh, any diseases that come on our clothes would be off and they had another set of clothes they changed into and left the others in a separate part of the, of the building. Uh, so biosecurity is really important. And, of course, a lot of people think because they're a farm family that they can just come on their property and do whatever they want. But in reality, uh, now it's against the law. So now we're able to put some tools in the toolbox for police informants. And also they could be scouting out the area to see about a break and entry. Uh, I'm not saying that happens, but, you know, if there's nobody home and you can go on somebody's property, um, they're going to have a look around and say, well, that looked nice in my yard. Uh, but in the reality of it is that, that that's their private residence, and we don't go into people's homes without permission, so why should they go onto a farm without permission and take that chance of eliminating that family's livelihood by bringing a disease in through no fault of their own? And even for the grain farmers with club root and others that, that get transported from visiting one farm to another farm. So really important that we, we understand uh, what these amendments do to protect our farm families and rural Manitobans in general and keeping the public safe. 
That was Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler chatting with reporter Carter Kennington. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.